0: iPad, whatever you're using, let's lift it in the air we're going to make a quick confession then we're going to jump right in the word. say this is my Bible, I believe the words in it, I can do what it says I can do, I can have what it says I can have, I believe there's power in the word of God, I'm about to receive the seed of the word of God and the devil cannot steal, will not steal my seed but I will prosper from what I receive today and from this moment forward, I'll never be the same. The Word of God is the answer. The answer is in the Word. Amen. Amen. Okay, um, we're going to close out today uh, this series of teaching that we've been in all of this month since the beginning of the year, entitled Occupy and Access. We've taken forward a theme, New Year, New Step. And um, God spoke to me about this commission. Uh, that is what these two words represent. They represent a commission uh, to the citizens of the kingdom of God. It is not what God is doing in 2023. He is doing it, but it's not a. It's not just a 2023 order. Uh, occupy and access are not just something we should look forward to to 2023. It is something. It is a commission to the church, meaning that it is a continual function of the church until the church gets raptured out of here. Are you listening to me? It's an eternal commission to the church for the expansion of the kingdom of heaven, right? So that would be for God, but it's also for the citizens or for us while we're here in the earth. Now, I'm gonna skip down in my notes and say something, and then I'm gonna come back to it, and I'll put, I'll put some meat on it a little later on. Our teachings, I believe, our teachings sound too heavenly and they point us to heaven too much as though they only work or are for practice when we get to heaven. Listen to me. So it's okay if we live distressed lives while we're here on the earth because heaven is the goal. Oh, I can see the look on y'all face, boy. if y'all can see it. Now, listen to me carefully now. There is no scripture of command to the church or principles of operation to the church that's for heaven. Just please listen. I want to open your minds up. There there is no scripture in the Bible, anywhere in the Bible, there's no scripture in the Bible that tells us what we need to do when we get to heaven. No scripture in the Bible say love your neighbor and it's for heaven. Bless those who despitefully use you and persecute you for heaven. That tell you about sowing and reaping for heaven. Please listen. So then, that must mean that heaven isn't the goal. Oh, I done messed a bunch of y'all. up, because I know you doing your best to make ancient, ancient. See, so you made heaven the goal. I ain't in another Bible. I ain't in another Bible. I'm teaching the Bible. The heaven is not the goal. Watch this. Listen. Listen, because we don't listen. We hear and we're ready to defend, but we don't listen so we can understand. And that's why we got so much debate going on because everybody is ready to respond, but nobody wants to listen. Heaven isn't the goal. Listen. Heaven is the outcome. Of life after you leave this one it's not the goal it's not the goal it's the outcome of your life after you leave this one watch this and everything about that life was prepared for you there's nothing you do to experience it you die to live it but watch this there is something you must do To experience heaven on earth. You're preaching good, Pastor. There's something that you got to do to experience heaven on earth. There's nothing you do to get there other than die. Ticket has been paid for. Price has been paid for. It's the outcome. It's not the goal. So if it's the outcome and not... Not the goal. Then what's the goal? Because everything I heard had me shooting for heaven. Let's just sit there for a moment, because now we got to look back to ourselves and be like, wait a minute. Now, either he either he wrong. Or either I need to self-examine and see if I've been trying to work to get there. And if I've been trying to work to get there, that then means that nothing matters that I do here. And that's how most of us have been living. That's how the church has been living. It don't matter. Remember, we're pilgrims passing through. Remember, earth ain't our home. Heaven is our home. So, Pastor, you got to make me understand it because this ain't making no sense now because I- I've been hearing that the race is not given to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, but he that endured to the end. Well, if you take a scripture out of Ecclesiastes and bump it up against the scripture in Matthew and the two scriptures don't mean the same thing, what you just really said is you're not saved yet because you had not made it to the end yet. So now then, salvation becomes a matter of how you live and not who you accepted. So your work is what saves you and not Christ. Oh, I'm teaching truth. You probably never heard it like this before, but I'm really teaching truth. That's why every time most believers mess up, they think they're not saved. That God must hate them and God must... The Bible says why we were yet in our sins. And it almost sounds like I'm approving you doing wrong. No, no, no. It will hurt you drastically. All sin has consequence. And y'all jump on this new gravy train that's running out That Christians just cussing and thinking God, God, no, 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 no. See, the Bible says that you got to confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. I believe the true salvation does prove life change. You got Christ and so you just carrying on the same way all your life. Did you really confess with your mouth, watch this, and believe in your heart? Because real belief really brings about real change. Now, I'm going to lay this out, but I want to stick that at the top so I can get you looking like that. Because <laughs> y'all got that look on y'all face. And that's okay. I like that look on your face. but you, I wish you would look like that every time somebody say something. Look like that when you was hearing all that untruth. <laughs> you, you know, see, but, but if I can get you shouting with the untruth, then it don't matter. I can just say whatever I want to say. If you shouting and biting the back of the chair off and hollering, then you just receive anything you want to say. But if I, if I sit you down to make you listen, then you hear truth, you'd be like, that ain't the same thing I heard when I was shouting. <laughs> so, this word access, which is what the church is supposed to be doing, listen carefully, we're we going to close it today. It means permission, it means liberty, ability to enter, it means approach or pass, to coming from a place, to retrieve or acquire. Now, I want you to hear what Jesus said. Jesus said, watch this now, watch this. He told the apostles to go and preach the kingdom. He, he He actually said, go and preach the gospel of the kingdom. He didn't just say, go and preach the gospel. Just preaching the gospel would have been Christ's death, burial, and resurrection, and whomsoever believeth in him would not perish but have everlasting life. That would have been good enough, but that, is, that was not Jesus' instructions on what to preach. He said, "Not don't only preach the gospel, it's the gospel of the kingdom. And part of the kingdom is about a takeover. It is about a reconstruction. It's about a redeeming. It's about a reconciliation of not just our lives, but a reconciliation of all things. Yeah, not just life, but all, come on, say all things. All things. Now, this word occupy means to take up the place thereof. It means to take up residence in. Now, I want you to hold on to that. To take up residence in. Say that. Take up residence. Say it with me. I'm supposed to occupy, which means I am supposed to take up residence in. Now, now, then if I'm supposed to occupy, and the word occupy means I'm supposed to take up residence in, my next question should be take up residence in what? Because residence deals with a dwelling, it deals with a living, and if I'm supposed to be taking up residence, occupy, that's Luke 19 and 13, the command was to occupy, sorry about that cameraman, the the command was to occupy until I return, so that's a command, That's that's not an asking, that was a command or a commission to the church to occupy, so occupy what? Take up residence where? Take up residence in the kingdom. So, there, so so watch this. When you get saved, you've got to renew your mind to a new residency. To a new residency. I'm all over my notes, but we're we closing it out. So I just want to, I, I love, you know, I like to keep it simple. Now, <laughs> I, 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 here, all the way down here at the bottom. Uh, the key, I'm going to give you the key. I'm going at the bottom. We'll go back to the top because that's what Jesus did, right? Uh, the key to access and occupy is Jesus. Now listen carefully, listen carefully. I just got to give it to you because I think you're ready to get it. Jesus saw the Father doing the work, which meant that he, Jesus, had to know, here's Jesus, and believe in the Father's ability. He wasn't wasn't believing in his own ability. He knew his ability, but he was believing in the Father's ability. John 14, Jesus said, if if the Father is working, hitherto do I work also. So if the Father is doing this, I'm doing what the Father is doing. And watch this, according to Scripture, Psalms 103, God's kingdom ruleth over all. So if God is at work, he's at work ruling. So if Jesus is the way and Jesus is in the Father and we're in Jesus, you and I are supposed to be ruling in this new residency. It's it's a residency, listen carefully, church, of ruling and reigning. Now, you got to move in first. Come on, say, so you got to move in first. If I was to ask you to bench press, you'd have problems. You, you, if, if I asked you if you had a gym membership and you said, yeah, and I said, give me 10 bench presses, well, you'd be like, well, we got to go to the gym first. See, I can give you an instruction, but if you're not in the place that you need to be in to fulfill the instruction, it's nothing more than an instruction. But I need the instruction fulfilled. There's something that God needs for us to fulfill, but we got to get in the right residency so that we can fulfill what God is saying. See, we're trying to, we're trying, even believers all over globally, the church is trying to win doing it on a natural level. The church is trying to win doing it in our own strength, and we've not first taken up kingdom residency. It's residency first. Okay. Okay. Nobody. Yes, Lord. That is so good. Nobody. If anybody, my daughters and my wife know, if anybody pull up behind you with just some flashing blue lights, look closer for you pull over because anybody can buy those. But just because they flashing lights don't mean they have the authority of the lights. Because the authority are not in the lights. The lights are just alerting you to the authority. I just said something. You're going to miss it. You're going to miss it. The authority is in the badge. The authority is it. And if he or she get out the car and they don't have no badge on, they don't have no authority. They just got lights. And we got believers that just got lights because they don't know. They don't know their authority. You got authority, not just lights. Likes mean nothing if they don't have authority attached to them. You are a fake police. Are you listening to me? I'm trying to I'm trying to get y'all somewhere, man. Oh, we so far behind as a church. Slow down, Vincent. Listen at this. Here, here's my example. Here's my example that Jesus about Jesus being this key to occupying access. Jesus, see, we we again we've left Jesus only on getting on the cross going down in the grave, ascending, and seating, and that's it. And we hadn't taught anything about how we've now become embodied by that body that gained victory. Okay, okay, oh, I, I want to get to this example, but when I said that, something else just popped up in my spirit. I shared this in the Bible college. Really, for you to understand Jesus, to understand Jesus, you, you would really need to understand a flame-retarded suit. And if you understand a flame retardant suit, the revelation of Jesus just start bursting in you like them things you put in your mouth. That, what's the little things called you put in your mouth? Them see, see that's, what you, that's what you need. You need that to happen in your spirit. Right? So a flame retardant suit has all, must always be tested first by the environment that it's going to be put in. And after the flame retardant suit passed the test, they now know it's safe for anybody to get in the suit. So that when they end up in the same environment, they are protected also because the suit was tested first. For y'all sleep, y'all sleep, y'all sleep. The Bible say we hid in Christ. So Christ took the world test, passed the world test, and then say, now y'all can get in the suit. So when the same test hits your life, you don't have to worry about failing cause you in the suit that passed it already. We keep trying to do the work of the Lord outside the suit. You are hid in Christ. That's why when the devil see you, he ain't backing down because you all that bad. He backing down because when he see you, he really see Christ. Watch this. That is how God sees us and that's how we should see God. We shouldn't look at God around the suit. We should look at God through the eyes of the suit. Because God looks down at us through the suit. That's why he don't judge us. He extends grace because the suit took the sin. Oh, oh. We, we, need a le- we need a whole lesson on Jesus. We need a whole class on Jesus. Because as, as long as that lamb... Well, listen, the priest walking out of the holy place meant that the lamb was good enough. That the suit worked. That the suit passed the fire test. If he died, it meant that the suit wasn't no good. Okay. Okay, I'm trying to... Okay, here's my example. Here's my flame retardant example didn't work. So let me try another one. Let me try another one about you. Try another one. I'm going to try one more. And if you don't get this one, then... You know, I hear that song. Leave him alone. I'm just going to leave y'all... I'm going to leave y'all alone. Because... In this, a lot of people don't want to be the church. A lot of people don't really want to become everything that God wants them to be. Just give me a good word. You know what I'm saying? Just sally my soul for the week and let me go. Okay. I said the key to access and occupying. This word access means permission, liberty, ability to enter, approach, to pass to and from a place. This word occupy means to take up the place thereof, to take up the residency in. It means also selling, buy low, to sell high. The word occupy means to do business. The key to access and occupy is Jesus. Now watch this. My example God gave me, he was so funny when he gave me this. My example to, to this Jesus piece, understanding, well he gave me the example of a vacation. Will you go with me? Go with me, cause it's, it's hot and sunny in some places right now. Uh, anybody ever anybody ever been to Jamaica? You been to Jamaica? Did you like Jamaica? Wasn't it good, girl? Did you not have a nice time, girl? Got a question for you, girl. Did you did you at any place find yourself talking like this? You did, didn't you? I wonder why you started talking like this, girl. I mean, you, you are from somewhere around PAs, right? So, I know that your tongue, girl, is not nothing like this. But for some reason, when you got in Jamaica, you felt like you needed to take up residency, like you were in Jamaica. And although you didn't, although you wasn't from there, you started talking like you were from Jamaica. You started walking like you were from Jamaica. You even started living like you were from Jamaica. So you went on vacation and you took up residency in the place that you went to. You vacated the place that you came from. You weren't thinking nothing about Britain. You weren't thinking nothing about you wasn't thinking nothing about Theodore. The only thing that was on your mind was Jamaica. So you said, don't worry about a thing. Right? Because every little thing is gonna be alright. Isn't it amazing? that for seven days, we go on vacation and we take up full residency in the place that we're only on vacation. And then we'll even come back here and keep talking like we're there until somebody reminds us, girl, you better shut up, you know you back at home. You should have kept that mess over there. You won't talk like that. You'd be like, but girl, why I was there, everything was all right. Are you hearing my example? But why we don't do the same thing when it comes to the church? Why we don't vacate the world and take up residency in his kingdom? And talk like we in his kingdom. I am blessed. Why we don't talk like we in this kingdom? I am healed. I am a blessing going somewhere to happen. If I lay hands on you, you will. We don't talk like that. Anybody, anybody ever been to um, Putacana? You've you been, you been everywhere, girl. You've been all around the world. <laughs> I've been to Puta right? And uh, they got different sex of, of brown people in Puta So I'm there, and I'm enjoying myself. And one of them people walked up to me and said, uh, are you from here? You know what I did, don't you? I lied. Because I wanted to know, you know, I I said, no, I didn't really lie. I said, why you say that? And they say, you look like you uh, may be from such and such. I say, for real? I say, I might be. This may be where they may have stole me from and (laughs) took me to the United States. (laughs) to. And so then he calls uh, somebody from over there and say, hey, they, they look like they're Yo kind. I looked at them, My neighbor's and they was dark. And I say, hey, brother. <laughs> Maybe I am. I was willing for a moment to take up residence in a place that I wasn't from. Isn't it amazing, man? We just get saved, and that's it. Because that's all we've been taught, get saved. And you better live the best you can so you won't miss heaven. So they made heaven the goal, not the outcome. So we are a church living for an outcome that has been rewarded and awarded us. And not understanding that this life here that we got to live, that there are principles that must be applied in order for us to see it, that it just don't happen because God said it. But you have the capability and the ability because he gave you the permission to occupy and access to take up residency in his kingdom so that through functioning in his kingdom, you have everything in the earth that you need. And we live like peasants when we're king's kids. We live off just enough when we're king's kid. I don't know a king's kid that will live off just enough. I don't know a king's kid that would be barely making it. And for some reason, we're happy about that because that's our way of being humble. Say access. access. Occupy. Occupy. Now watch this. The Bible says, according to Colossians chapter 1, verse 13, that you and I have been translated into the kingdom of his dear son. Woo! We've been tra- come on, so I've been translated. that that word translated means just a little quick review it means to move from one place or condition to another so not only did he move you into a place this place that you now reside in as as a Christian also has changed your condition now the although in the now catch this now catch this now actually the moment you take on a trainer your condition is changed you just don't see it yet cause it's still in the trainer but it's time with the trainer that will put it on you. Just listen. So the moment you got saved and came into the kingdom of God, everything that came along with the kingdom came with you. But now you have to be conditioned now through the operating of principle, your faith, and your belief to now see on you everything that the kingdom has to offer. Are you listening to me? That is not going to happen just because God said it. It's not automatic, just like just like you can't walk in that gym, I mean you got you know you got bench press, you got seated i mean you got all that stuff in that gym, and you come in here with needing to gain some muscle, want to lose some weight and, and this is how we think it's going to happen in the kingdom, right, because we know this gym has this ability to take off and put on what I need, and so we believe that just like the gym right we could just like the church, we believe the gym the same way we could just walk in the gym and do this. <laughs> I didn't walk out the gym and be like, ha, that was a good workout right there. Look what it did. No, you got to get on the equipment. So the equipment is likened to a principle. And this principle right here works chest. This principle right here works legs. This principle right here works back. This principle over here called the treadmill works endurance and, and heart rate. And, and so I can't get on, watch this now, I can't get on the treadmill and expect to see results in the chest. I can't get on the back machine and expect to see results in the legs. Just like believers don't give because they think they can pray and, and, and the machine prayer is just going to automatically make money show up, but they don't give nothing. That would be called a vow, which means you'll vowing to God that when he gives it, you'll give it back. But you can't live your whole life vowing. It didn't say vow and it would be given back to you. It said give and it'll be given back to you. That's why people think like I don't have to forgive you with this machine over here, but I can pray on this machine and this machine is going to take care of me not forgiving you. No, it's not. Different type of seeds produce different types of harvest. So for whatever part I want to see working in my life, I got to go into the gym or I got to be in the word of God. And I got to find the principle that will work in me, on me, and out of me the thing that I need to work on. Because it's not one thing that works everything. It's one book, but it's not one thing that works everything. And here's often where the church misses it and say the word don't work. Because again, we've only been taught how to... We, everything we've been taught is about us getting to heaven. But not about how to operate while we're here in the earth. Matthew chapter 28. I want to go back down to my statement because I know y'all still waiting on me. Some of y'all are listening. Nothing I said, you saying That last statement is what I'm still on. Because <laughs> you need to... <laughs> about our teaching sound heavily and point us to heaven as though they only work... Or for the practice when we get to heaven? Okay, well, let's look, Let's see what Jesus said. Matthew chapter 28, I'm going to start reading at verse 17, right? Jesus said, all power was given unto me. No, uh, yeah, I think that is Matthew chapter twenty. go to Matthew twenty-eight seventeen. And then I'm going to show you something else. Then we're going to go to John 17, and I'm, I'm, I'll be able to close this out. <clears throat> Are y'all listening? All right, all right, all right, all right. Then you got to eat the meat, spit out the fat. If you don't believe it, then keep doing what you're doing. Uh, let's start at verse, um, let's start at verse 18. Matthew chapter 28, verse 18. And Jesus came and said, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Now, every time you see heaven, every time you see heaven, don't think heaven like the throne of God, right? There are three levels of heaven. You got heaven, hev- heaven, heavens, And then the heaven leaves right if I was to ask everybody to put their hands in the air anything above your head is heaven right anything above your head is heaven we call the sky the constellation where the moons that's heaven but then you have the heaven leaves that's where all demonic activity take place that's a that's an invisible realm where all demonic activity take place and then you have heaven according to Isaiah says it's God's throne so there are three levels right there so every time we hear the word heaven Contextually, you need to figure out what it's talking about. And, and here, he's, Jesus is not just only talking about heaven, his throne, which he really didn't have to have authority. He's talking about authority being regained in the heavenlies, that they, I have authority and power over the devil, his camp, that they just can't move however they want to move without my regulation. Or if they move, I have the ability to, to regulate their movement. That authority has been given back over to man. He's saying me, which he's going to redistribute to man. Are you listening to me? So he says, in heaven and in earth. You need proof, text, no problem. Matthew chapter 16, Jesus said, whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. That's not talking about God's throne because you don't need to bind nothing up there. It's talking about that heavenly, that second realm, whatever you bind up there, consider to be unlawful, it says, right? That's why we bind the enemy. That's why we cast down imaginations, every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Now, uh, in heaven and in earth. Now, look what he says. Look what he says. Go ye therefore, teaching all nations, baptizing them in the name. So where are we supposed to go to? All All nations. Notice no mention of heaven. Just the authority that we needed to take care of heaven as we're going to nations. Because in some of those nations, they're being controlled by that heavenly realm with principalities. So I need you to have authority there so you can go in and affect change on that nation. Are you listening to me? Okay, okay, John chapter 17. Let's see, let's see. John chapter 17. I know, I know what's happening. That's why, you know, we don't have Sunday school no more. Church, you got to have a 60 or a 90-minute service, and that's only one time a week with some people. And we're supposed to be able to walk this Bible out to its fullness with this short of time We're going, It ain't going to happen, church. Now, let me, let me show you something. Uh, uh, let's start at verse 10, and let's just read a little bit. How about that? Can we do that? Yeah, let's read it. We, we like to read here at Right Way. Sometimes that's why it take me a long time to get through a series and it's going to take me even longer through some because I'm not rushing no more. I'm, I'm tired of immature saints, man. I'm tired of us that don't know and we can't give answer to nothing. It shouldn't be like that. We shouldn't, we shouldn't be hiding from Jehovah's Witnesses when they knock on our door. You in your house and you lay down on the floor high and tell everybody else, get down. Now, why is that? You know, I'm going to tell, tell you the one main reason why. You're ignorant. You can't have conversations. It ain't that they bother you. It ain't that they bother you. We're not, we're not wise enough to even share Jesus. We're not wise enough to even share the gospel, his death, burial, and resurrection. So we hide because we can't answer. When that could be a life-changing moment right there at your door, you hide from it because you don't know enough. I'll be ready to open my door. I'll be looking, I'll be wanting, I try to time it. I'm taking out the trash at the same Oh wow. Let's have this conversation. That's right. Because you come across a Christian now who can give an answer to what you ask. And I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Now look what the Bible says. Let's let's read a little bit. Oh Jesus. I'm trying to build you up to be the same way. And all are mine and thine and thine are mine and I am glorified in them. Now notice the connection. He's connecting us. He's this, this triunion here. He's putting us with him. Not away from him, with him. And now I am no more in the world, but these are where we at. Now let's find out. Remember I say heaven is not the what? Heaven is not the goal. Heaven is the what? You're going to see it. Now, now. Now this is the Lord's prayer. Luke 11, Matthew 7 is not the Lord's Prayer. That's how John and them disciples prayed. We're going to see Jesus is praying right here. So this is the Lord's praying. Now look what he says. And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the... Uh-huh. And I come to thee. Holy Father, keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are three. One. Come on, keep reading. While I was with them in the world. I kept them in thy name, those that thou gavest me I have kept, and none of them is lost, but the son of perdition, that the scripture might be fulfilled. Watch this, it's so beautiful. And now come out to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves. Where though? Say right there, where? In in heaven. In In the world, is what he said. These things I speak where? In the... That they might ha- have my joy fulfilled in themselves where? In the, world. in the world. Okay, let's keep reading. I have given them thy word and the world have hated them because they are not of the world even as I am not of the world. I pray not Y'all ready to go? Jesus is praying to the Father and say, don't take them out. Hmm. Oh, we're so ready to go. Jesus said, you ain't going nowhere yet. He did not pray to the Father to take you out. So if heaven is the goal, why didn't Jesus pray, Lord, get him here? not that you take them out of the world. But do what? Why are they there? Keep them from the evil. Watch this now. Come on. Come on, Lord. Have mercy, Jesus. Verse 16. They are not of the world, though. So you're not of this residency. Even as I am not of the... So if I'm not of the residency, if something is happening in the place, it shouldn't affect me. Because I'm not of it. Okay, they are not of the world. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word word is true. I think I'm going to read down to verse 21. Let's keep moving. As thou hast sent me into... (laughs) (laughs) You just have to laugh sometimes, man. You have to laugh at yourself to stop yourself from crying like, what have we been doing all of these years? (laughs) We've been saying we've been having church really because church is an embassy meeting where you come and get orders so if the order has always been get right so you'll get to heaven and the one who gave the order said, I don't I, I, as thou you sent me in the world even so I also sent them into the world but just don't take a residency because your residency is from a higher place Keep reading, Lord, have mercy, Jesus. Come on. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also might be set apart. Set apart through thy thy truth. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word. So we're supposed to be in this world sharing the word. Huh, that's called advancing the kingdom of God. Verse 21. That they may all be one, one, as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee, that they may also be one in us, that the world may believe that thou sent me. So how are we making heaven the goal and leaving earth out? Oh God, let's shut her down. I'm closing with this. I may give y'all some time back today. I think we got some. You know, we we repent for everything else. I wonder if we prepared to repent for this. That God, as your church, we so sorry for 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 changing your orders. Come on, think about that for a moment. Don't I mean re, re, repent or ask for forgiveness? You're doing that on on the on the heels of having done something. Uh, that that's that's not in agreement with what was said, right or that's opposite of what was said, right And repenting is a doing of that thing over and over again, recognizing now that I'm wrong about it and I need to turn from it right Forgiveness is I, I did the act and in that moment I fail forgiveness. Repentance is a recurring act over and over again that became almost uh, systematic and now there's an awakening that happens uh, and an understanding of needing to turn from it, so we repent, and I acknowledge that, that I'm turning now from this. Maybe, maybe, maybe we repent from everything else, but has the church ever repented from not doing what God said? See, we make, we, every, every, everything make us repent, right, from doing stuff with our bodies that we're not supposed to do, our mouths, our hands, you know, to our lives, but what about the church repenting? that we've been standing up here and giving orders from embassy that don't align with what the king said because the church follows the king. And the king ain't saying nothing about us getting out of here. It's saying, I got you there and I'm going to protect you while you're there. You, you, your residency is from another place and while you're there, leave those that are there to me. That's order. Well, why aren't we doing that? While we singing songs, soon I'll be done with the troubles of this world. You're in it, but not of it. So what trouble? Except the ones you get yourselves into. What troubles? Except the ones, the fiery dust that come at you, but they shall not come out your dwelling. So if you're living in the trouble, why are you living in the trouble? Did you welcome it? Is it an attack of the enemy? Because, uh, uh, huh? Is it just the plot of life happening, but you resist? Because that should be the only two reasons why an attack of the enemy or life. Ain't got no answers for this, man. Ain't this something? I want you to think, man. We're not supposed to be less than. Let's close with this. Um. Psalms one hundred three nineteen. I want to move through some stuff real quick. I only got four minutes. The Bible says, The Lord had prepared his throne in the heavens, and his kingdom ruleth over all. Now listen at this point. The kingdom here is referring to a principle of operation, not a place. It's referring to a principle. When it says his kingdom ruleth over all, now, well, let me give it a duality because it could also be referring to a place his kingdom rule, but to us it's referring to a principle. His kingdom ruleth over all, which means that any time you and I are operating in a principle of God, watch this, his kingdom is in operation and that kingdom rules over all. That's why we've been granted this access and occupancy because when we are following the leading of Holy Spirit as we do stuff, or we're operating in our hands as we've been purposed to do it, that's another operation a function of the kingdom. Watch this. You're in, you're in the ruler's position. You are in the driver's seat in that moment. Are you listening to me? You are in the driver's seat of life when you're out, of course, okay, I know Jesus take the wheel, I get that, I get that and I, and I understand it, I ain't got no problem with that, yeah, he, he's in the listen, my God from heaven, he's in the seat because I'm obeying him, but I'm really driving my obedience has me going in the right direction, so metaphorically he is at the wheel, but I'm driving I'm telling you, man, some of this stuff, if, if we don't, if we don't understand, we'll be singing stuff and we'll say, I'm in the passenger seat of my life, and Jesus driving, and, and you stopping by all the stones spinning, and Jesus in the driver's seat, so he's gonna get me there. No, you driving, nothing, nothing, you driving. So some of this stuff, if we don't understand what we're really saying when we're singing. And hearing this, it, it messes us up because it makes it feel like it don't matter. God is just going to get us there regardless how long it takes. And if this is the road that I got to go down to get to God, then I just got to go down this road. No. What if you're off the beaten path? What if that's not the road that God wanted you to go down and you're there by your own admonition? What if you're there and that's not the road He's leading you on? I don't believe that God just sends us down roads to have to teach us stuff. I think he meets us on the roads that we decided to get down, to go down, to get us back on his right road. No, God, come on. Okay, if that's the case, what you going to do with the person that was raped? God sent them down that road, sodomized. God sent them down that road, physically abused. God sent them down that road. Verbally abused, God sent them down that road? How, why would he send them down that road and then give us all a command to put away from us perverse lips? A, a, a perverse mouth. Put away from us a forward mouth and perverse lips put far from you. Why would he tell us not to do it and then send the person down the road to somebody to do it to them? It don't make no sense. Stop introducing people to a crazy God. No clearer would tell that child to get in the water and put glass in the, in the bottom of the water. And I just going not want to toughen your skin up. Y'all ain't thinking, man. We ain't thinking, man. Lord, have mercy, Jesus. We ain't thinking. Thinking is the right word. I need so much more time with y'all, man. I want to give you this and I'm done. My time is 40-some seconds left. Thank you. <laughs> the le- uh Listen, there is a level. I'll close it with it. There's a level and plateau of believing existence and operation that we have to move up to in order to move in. There's a level of believing. Listen, just it's OK if they call you crazy because you over here. I'm, I'm telling you where, 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 how the Lord is dealing with me, where the Lord is taking me. And notice, I don't say nothing to you that ain't, ain't in the book. And I don't just, the Bible says out of the mouth, 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1 says, out of the mouth of two or more witnesses, let every word be established. So I don't just give you one scripture and then I don't just read one. Sometimes we go up and we read down because we want to get it in context also. You've got to be prepared just to be different. There are different camps. There are different camps. And you just got to decide, well, we're we going to be the blessed rich camp over here. But we ain't blessed and rich just so we can be, you know, raving our white. No, no, we blessed and rich because we understand we're supposed to be blessed to be a blessing. And that God says, Zechariah chapter 1, verse 17, he says, my cities through prosperity are supposed to be built. So in order for us to expand the kingdom in the earth, we need prosperity to do it and not just prayer. Because we do believe in praying, but we need well, our prayer time is to get instructions on where we take the money to. Amen, we ain't going to be spending all our time praying for money we praying because we got the money We can pray about, well, now God, where you want us to take it to Where you want us to rebuild at Hey, don't you think it's about time after all these years For the church to be fasting on where they're going to spend the money Come on, think about that We fasting on getting money When is the church going to fast about where to spend the money That's what I want to... Hey, y'all, we got to go on the seven-day fast because the Lord said we got to put a million dollars somewhere. So we really need to fast to find out where and who. We can't get no... See, you don't know when to shout. You don't know when to shout. You just don't know when to shout, man. We keep trying to do things on the level of things existence when God has given us an access from a higher plane. It's from a higher plane, the kingdom has the answer to the world's problems, and the kingdom is unaffected by the world's conditions. Now, you write that, please write that down. And I, I just want you to go back and listen to this message again because you're not gonna get it. And then the Lord gonna begin to speak to you. Because if you come to the uh, In Focus conference this week, you're gonna understand how, how closely associated and connected your purpose is to all of this. That God is not just doing it, he's doing it, uh, uh, what's this word? He's doing it uh, from a church perspective collectively with all of us, but then there's that individual vision assignment that deals specifically with you and your purpose that God is trying to work his kingdom through as well, and that's why you need to know what that is. Now, now, you're not just supposed to be, you're not, listen, I'm trying to get you to take the word work out of your vocabulary. You're not working, you're advancing kingdom. Did y'all hear what I just said? No, you're not working, you're advancing kingdom. You'll go, you, with that mindset, if you would just take time and meditate and ruminate on that and let that wash your mind, you'd go to work totally different. You wouldn't go to work clocking in at 8, wanting to clock out at 8.05. <laughs> if you. In the shower but you know in the laugh, though, because you know I'm right about that. <laughs> you, no, no, no. You, you, you'd understand that this is this is an assignment. I'm on an agenda. God got something He trying to do today, and He's using me to do it. And I'm I'm looking for the devil today. Where he? Where he? Where she at? She been sitting beside me all this time, and I didn't know she was she was the assignment. You'd you'd function totally different because now you move into a position of management and stewardship and you don't see it as rigorous work and hard work. You see it as assignment. He said, don't take them out of the world. Keep them in it, but just keep them from evil. It's doggone job. It's not a job. It's an assignment. Change the whole way you see life. It's an assignment. um I'll package this and other messages that we we will just continue to build out throughout the year um but we really got we really got to get this. I think we took four four messages to preach this minister Trey taught um access granted on first thursday i, I want to encourage you man, just you know so, so people be looking for stuff to study right well, you know God is talking, so you don't if you want to know what to study study occupy and access. Listen to teaching one, teaching two, teaching three, first Thursday, teaching four. And then whichever one sticks out to you the most, whichever one you feel like that's really ministering to you. This is how I listen to CD. I say CDs. I still have CDs. Uh, if it's a five-part teaching, I, I go straight through and listen to all of them. Then when I get to the end, I'm asking myself, which one stuck out and spoke to me the most? And whichever one or ones did, now I go back because I may not need two and three, Right? I may not need one and two or four and five. I may need two and three. So, of course, I've listened to the whole thing. Now I'm going to go back and I'm just going to soak myself in two and three. Soak myself in two and three. Soak myself because guess what God's speaking and that's what God is trying to get to me. Right there with two and three. I just listen to two and three. So, my encouragement to you about this occupying Access, go and listen to the whole thing. Maybe want to pull the uh, uh, December. No, I don't remember. Did I start teaching? No, I didn't teach on New Year's night. So, first Sunday. Go and listen to the whole message, right? And then, whichever one is just kind of like tugging on your heartstrings, you'll be like, okay, I need to listen to that some more. And as you're now listening, Holy Spirit is going to start speaking to you, speaking to you personally. He's going to start pointing stuff out. You're going to start getting revelation. You're going to start hearing stuff. That's when you, because now you write that down because now Holy Spirit is talking to you in the in between. And now you can get what he meant for your life and for your purpose and for your home and for your family and for what you're supposed to be doing. And now you know you got your assignment on how you're supposed to operate. We don't do that. We say, well, Pastor, done with that mess. What's going to be the next one? Well, did you get out of the last one what you needed to get out of it? And oftentimes we don't. So you need to go back because I'm going back and listening to it again. Because that's some stuff I want to know about for the church, for my life personally, that I need to become better aware of how I'm supposed to occupy and access these things. Does that make sense? Praise the Lord. Give God a hand clap of praise. I'm done. All right, Pastor John, you can have all of it today. I love y'all. Let's grow right way. We have a city.